Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Your new windows, visit windownation.com. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. To 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Areas of fog this morning, maybe a little bit of a mist, and then some showers will eventually develop. Temperatures in the mid-50s. We are tracking some very intense rain tonight. In fact, flood watches up for the metro area. Two-plus inches of rain could fall overnight into early Monday. In addition to that rain, some gusty winds. That means temperatures in the 50s Monday will fall through the afternoon with some clearing skies. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now it's 45 in Manassas, 47 in Metro Center, and 44 in Frederick. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning. I'm Luke Lukert. Coming up. An investigation is underway after Stafford Sheriff's deputies killed a man this weekend. I'm John Doman. A Confederate memorial is set to be removed soon from Arlington National Cemetery. I'm Valerie Bonk. Free career training is offered to residents in one local county. You know a job is a lifeline. I'm Grace Newton. What one D.C. council member says led to D.C.'s monumental dilemma. I don't know where the urgency was. I'm Mike Marilla. Commanders take on the Rams in L.A. after a week off. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacy Lynn. Trucks carrying humanitarian aid are passing through Gaza Strip's border city of Rafah. People chase the trucks, hoping to get much-needed supplies. The Karam Shalom border crossing, which has been closed since the war started, reopened for the first time today as well, allowing trucks in. CBS's Linda Gradstein is in Jerusalem on the push for a new ceasefire deal. Speaking at a rally attended by thousands of Israelis, Ruby Chen, whose son is a hostage in Gaza, appealed to Israeli government ministers for a new ceasefire deal. If it was your son, what would you do? He asked. We don't want them coming home in coffins. Israeli soldiers mistakenly killed three hostages in Gaza on Friday after they waved a white surrender flag. As a humanitarian crisis gets worse, Congress is still at a standstill on getting an aid package signed, sealed, and delivered. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. President Biden's been urging lawmakers to pass an aid package that provides $50 billion for Ukraine and $14 billion for Israel for their wars. But Republicans have been saying they'll only vote for that aid if it's paired with new controls at the U.S.-Mexico border. Democrats are not on board with some White House proposals like deportations and limiting access to U.S. asylum. Two people have now been arrested for a road rage incident in Lancaster, California. A four-year-old boy was struck by a stray bullet when he was caught in the line of fire. He died. Mayor Rex Paris's cameras caught the license plate of the suspect's car. They were able to take them into custody. You do something at point A, we can track you to point B. Then it's a question of getting the warrants and going in and making the apprehension. Grab an umbrella. A powerful storm system off the coast of Florida is moving up the east coast. Here's National Weather Service meteorologist Zach Taylor. The storm system will be strengthening rapidly and will be having a lot of strong winds associated with it. And the eastern side of the storm where those winds are onshore, there could be some coastal flooding as well as some beach erosion. In San Francisco yesterday, kids were building snowmen at the Bayview Opera House's annual Winter Wonderland. I love it. Like, it's just great seeing my community have so much fun because I don't get to see that a lot. But today is a very special day. 
Yeah, they were using fake snow, obviously. And yeah, this is your official reminder. There are only eight days left until Christmas. It snuck up on us. If you wanted to send gifts first class with the post office, you're late. For UPS ground mail, the deadline is tomorrow. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 903 on Sunday, December 17, 2023. 44 degrees, highs in the 50s, heavy drenching rain and intense winds expected tonight. Good morning, I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. A deadly shooting in Stafford County is under investigation this weekend. It involves deputies from the sheriff's office. The shooting happened just after midnight Saturday in northern Stafford. Deputies have been called to a home on the 2400 block of Richmond Highway for a disturbance. When they arrived, the sheriff's office says a man who was there pointed a rifle at deputies and would not drop it. The early investigation says after repeatedly asking him to put the rifle down, the deputies fired their weapons, killed the man. He has not been identified. The deputies are now on routine administrative leave. John Dome in WTOP News. A Confederate memorial in Arlington National Cemetery is set to be removed soon. Fencing has been installed around a Confederate memorial at Arlington National Cemetery as it is set to be removed in the coming days. Officials with the cemetery says it should be removed by December 22nd. The statue was meant to be a utopian vision of the Confederacy, but obviously it fell short of that. The removal of the statue is happening despite a demand from more than 40 Republican members of Congress asking the Pentagon to stop the removal. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin was also opposed to getting rid of the statue and plans to move it to the Newmarket Battlefield State Historical Park. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Prince George's County officials are making moves to encourage and equip residents for a career in construction. We rely on good paying jobs to care for our families and to create the type of life we each want to live. Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrook says the new Building Trades Career Center will assist public schools and employ county residents to launch a career in the construction industry through free apprenticeships. We're here to develop a pipeline of students, young adults, and adults for good careers with union employers in building trades and construction. Maryland Governor Wes Moore hopes this will be an opportunity for more county residents to build wealth. And when we say that this is going to be a time that we are going to create pathways for work, wages, and wealth, for all Marylanders, we mean that. In Prince George's County, Grace Newton, WTOP News. Now to the proposed move to Alexandria for the Washington Wizards and Capitals. One D.C. council member is putting the blame for this potential move on the mayor and others who he says had their focus elsewhere. I don't know where the urgency was. I don't know where the the aggressive strategy was. Ward 6 Council Member Charles Allen says he feels the mayor and other city leaders were focused too much on bringing the commanders back into the city in recent months. Rather than focusing on kind of the the shiny object, which would be a less fruitful deal for D.C.'s economy, we needed to focus on Cap 1 Arena, uh, and that didn't happen. And and I think that's why we find ourselves where we are. Allen says he didn't hear about the $500 million offer from D.C. to monumental sports owner Ted Leonsis until the day before the move was announced, and he fears that offer may have come too late. That should have been what was on the table with that type of negotiation months ago, and then I think we'd be telling a very different story today. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to the mayor's office for comment. 
At the height of the holiday season, Metro will be suspending red line service between DuPont Circle and Gallery Place starting tomorrow, and it's raising concerns among downtown businesses and theaters. To repair tracks and tunnels, there'll be no red line trains into Farragut North and Metro Center to the 30th. You know, we hate that we have to get this work done um, at such an important period of time. Metro Sarah Meyer says there will be free shuttle bus service to Metro Center from DuPont Circle and Gallery Place. Ebony Walton of the Downtown Business Improvement District says theaters, restaurants, and retail stores have raised concerns about the situation. This partial closure is definitely not ideal. Businesses asked the partial closure to take place in January. Metro says data shows the two weeks it's chosen are the least likely to impact riders. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A multi-vehicle crash along the ICC leaves one person dead, several others hurt. One person, again, as I mentioned, is has passed away, and a crash investigation is underway along the eastbound ICC near Georgia Avenue. A spokesperson from the Maryland Transportation Authority says two other people were taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Montgomery County's fire Montgomery County Fire's chief spokesperson says there were a total of eight patients, including the person who died. Two of the patients refused transport to the hospital. More than 40 fire and rescue personnel responded to that scene, and the investigation is still active. And that crash shut down traffic between Shady Grove Road and Georgia Avenue. Coming up after traffic and weather, more women are becoming the primary breadwinner. It is 9.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Mary in the traffic center. All righty. Thanks, Liz. We're still siphoning through our cameras and seeing a bit of fog out there still. It's going to be definitely a weather day. Stick around and hear all this news with wind and rain on our for- on the way on our for- in our forecast. The the fog that we're seeing is very thick in some locations, extra time and stopping distance. All of your lights on and use low beam. Now we'll start one crash on the Beltway still with the cleanup. It's from the overnight hours, minimal delay on the outer loop. But after you pass University Boulevard exit 29, right side had been blocked. They were putting a box truck back on its wheels. That's it for the Beltway. If we continue in Maryland, a new crash in Glen Burnie. On 97, the northbound ramp to go eastbound Dorsey Run Road, exit 15. Watch out the top of the ramp on eastbound Dorsey Run Road. The crash response on scene, unclear what may be blocked at this point. Maryland 200, the ICC, an overnight crash investigation continues to close eastbound 200 from Gaithersburg to Rockville. So the closure points are between Shady Grove Road through Georgia Avenue following police direction. If you use the Beltway as an alternate, traveling from west to east using the inner loop of the Beltway from 270 to 95, nothing reported and moving pretty well. Inside of the Beltway at Bethesda Elementary, the annual or daily Sunday, you'll have the event taking place Arlington Road, Wilson Lane, increased pedestrian traffic for the Bethesda Central Farm Market. And in the district, there's a wreck, North Capitol Street North at Fort Drive Northeast. Watch for direction. And hit the road for downtown Frederick, Maryland, where historic sidewalks are decorated with festive winter lights. Plan your holiday road trip today at visitfrederick.org. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. 
to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Catchy morning fog. It's kind of mild out there for the first part of the day with some showers developing. We are tracking the band of heavy, heavy rain through the evening and overnight hours. We're talking two, maybe three inches of rain in spots or our flood alerts up for portions of the area. Also, in addition to that rain, some gusty wind as well. It's going to be a wet and windy overnight into early Monday. The early morning rush, wet and windy, not so great, but through the afternoon, temperatures will fall, skies will clear, but the winds will howl. Wind chills in the teens and 20s by the time we get to Tuesday. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Start Weather Center. 48 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 46 in Woodbridge, 47 degrees in Washington, D.C. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Tom Busby. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. In about half of all U.S. marriages, women now earn at least as much or more than their husbands. The share of marriages in which the wife either makes the same or more than her husband has tripled over the last 50 years. That's senior researcher Richard Fry of Pew Research, and he says the reason for that is more women are now college educated. More women than ever are working. That's why many of them, especially black women, are out earning their husbands. But despite married couples having fewer kids, there are some divisions of labor that have been slower to change. Wives are doing more hours devoted to housework, and they're also spending more time in caregiving. So what does Fry think will happen in the future? I think there's at least a foundation there to continue to see more opposite-sex pairings where the wife is better educated than the husband, and that kind of creates at least a bedrock that she's going to be the breadwinner. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, the Commanders are back after a week off. We'll have a preview with WTOP's George Wallace. It is 9-12. Here's David Birkin, the Senior Vice President for Public Sector Transformation and Professional Services at ICF, on the discussion Empowering the Federal Workforce, Preparing Teams to Harness Data and New Technologies, sponsored by ICF International. Out in our business units, there is untapped, really excellent capacity in the IT delivery space, and we're putting lightweight control frameworks around them so they can work effectively doing technology things, but making sure that control environment wraps around them. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search ICF International. ICF is a global consulting and technology services company. We work with federal agencies to design and implement tech solutions that improve mission outcomes. We combine domain expertise, leading edge tech, advanced analytics, and human-centered practices. Our 2,000-plus technologists work with industry experts and over 30 platform partners to measurably improve program effectiveness. Since 1969, public and private sector clients have worked with ICF to navigate change and shape the future. Learn more about how ICF can help your agency at ICF. ICF.com slash digital. America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the CHIPS Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. 
When you donate to Goodwill, you're supporting a convenient local nonprofit that offers hope to people facing difficult barriers to employment. You're providing them with training, career development, and life skills that will prepare them for success and self-sufficiency. And you're protecting our planet by keeping millions of pounds of material out of area landfills every year. When you donate to Goodwill, you're not just cleaning out your home. You're transforming lives and communities. Please donate today. Visit dcgoodwill.org for a donation center near you. Coming up, the Capitals stay on the road looking for a win today in its Week 15 in the NFL Sports in 10 Minutes on WTOP. As the year comes to a close, do you have a vehicle that you no longer need? Don't spend hundreds of dollars on maintenance costs. Donate your vehicle to Melwood. Donating is fast, free, and easy. Melwood accepts vehicles in any condition. Call today to donate and have your vehicle picked up for free as early as tomorrow. To get started, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's 1-877-MELWOOD or melwood.org forward slash radio. There's a Honda for every holiday adventure. Whether it's a ski trip in an available all-wheel drive pilot, delivering presents in a rugged passport, or hauling a few toys for yourself in a powerful ridgeline. Find your new Honda during Happy Honda Days. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 2.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Passport, a 3.9% APR on a 2024 Pilot, and a 0.9% APR on a 2023 Ridgeline. See dealer for financing details. This is WTOP News. Good Sunday morning to you. It is 9.15. I'm Liz Anderson. Thanks for being with us. The Commanders take on the Rams in Los Angeles this afternoon. They're returning from a bye week and joining me with a preview of today's game, WTOP Sports Director and Commanders Beat Reporter George Wallace. Good morning to you, George. Good morning, Liz. So just how tough or easy will it be for the Commanders in L.A. today, especially after after the week off? Yeah, it's definitely not going to be easy. That's for sure. The Rams are still uh, hunting for a playoff spot, and they've put up 30 points in uh, their last three games each week. So they, they're they playing some good football right now, and they have a guy named Donald on the other side of the line, on the defensive side, who is actually is questionable today. So they could catch a break if he does not go, but it's definitely not going to be easy. Okay, and so who should we keep our eyes on today among the commanders uh, today and, uh, of course, in the final four games of their season? Yeah, for me, it's about Sam Howell really is the quarterback and just kind of see how he continues to develop this year. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of change coming up this offseason. He's going to be one of the biggest question marks. Is he going to be around to be quarterback of this team next year? So I just I'm looking to see how he develops and some of these other young guys, too, that have been playing roles on this team uh, that are, you know, look, putting stuff out there for not only this new coaching staff that's probably going to be coming in here or the rest of the league. So. I expect him to continue to play hard, but for me, it's about watching Sam Howe these last four weeks. And what else are the Rams bringing to the table that might give the commanders a run for their money? Yeah, Matthew Stafford's playing pretty well right now. The quarterback and Paul Nakua, the rookie wide receiver, setting records. Um, you know, so and, and then on the defensive side, too, as I mentioned, Aaron Donald, that defense is playing pretty well. So the Rams, are, they've started to put it together pretty nicely here these last uh, few weeks. And what Two, they're going to be without Brian Robinson. The running back is uh, out with the hamstring injury, so that's going to make it even tougher for them on the offensive side. All right, and usually my last question, you're a betting man. Who are you putting your money on this week? <laughs> I think it's going to be tough for Washington, uh, uh, Liz. I really do. I think the Rams are playing for a lot. 
and it's going to be tough for for the Commanders to come back. Look, they've been on they were going 14 straight weeks. They come off a bye, and now you got to get ready to play four weeks left of the season with nothing to play for except basically pride. So uh, I like the Rams today. I like them uh, pretty pretty decent size too. I got 31-20 Los Angeles. Thank you so much. That is WTOP Sports Director and Commanders beat reporter George Wallace. Thanks for your time. And a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. New criticism of Israel following the deaths of more civilians in Gaza, including two women killed by an Israeli sniper as they took refuge in a church. And Yuri Giuliani must pay more than $148 million to two former Georgia election workers who claimed he made false accusations about them. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Right now it's 918. And we're going to Mary in the traffic center. All righty, Liz. And we're going to Maryland. A longstanding crash investigation has cleared. Maryland 200, the ICC. The crash investigation was just before Georgia Avenue, which is eastbound exit 8. It was a deadly crash. Now all traffic is moving once again between Shady Grove Road. That was the diversion. And through Georgia Avenue with the investigation now clear. The other note on the Maryland side on the Beltway, our only crash on the Beltway, was the outer loop. A box truck turned over in the overnight hours right after University Boulevard and just after University Boulevard on the outer loop after exit 29. The right side had been blocked as they were putting it back on its wheels. On 295 Extended Baltimore Washington Parkway, they were running for a wreck near 695. Looks like in camera. It's going to be the inner loop of the Baltimore Beltway at the Baltimore Washington Parkway single file right. Now getting by emergency responders in the fog. Fog is a thing out there. Give yourself that extra time and stopping distance. Brought to you by Papa John's Twix Papa Bites. Papa John's bakes Twix cookies into fresh dough and gives you a caramel dipping sauce. Mm, enjoy. Only forty four ninety nine. Only four ninety nine. That's better than forty nine. Mary DePompa, WTOP traffic. Now two seven news first alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraff. All right. Good morning, Liz. Outside, we're dealing with a lot of fog this morning with visibility limited in many places. Definitely a little bit of a slow go out there this morning. So use extra caution as you get to go the day started. Temperatures in the 40s now. We'll get into the 50s. We'll have these clouds around. The fog should lift somewhat. And then we're going to look for some off and on showers throughout the afternoon and early into the evening. Now, the rain won't be heavy until later tonight. So if you've got some errands to run or things to get done with the holiday just around the corner, you have time to do it. Just make sure you have a rain slicker or an umbrella as we may dodge some drops into the afternoon, but once again, mid-50s mild. Into the overnight hours, that's when the rain really picks up in intensity. After 8, 9 o'clock through 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, we're talking about heavy windswept bands of rain, potentially two, maybe even three inches of rain in spots. So heavy, heavy downpours, flood watches up for the metro area. And in addition to that heavy rain tonight, gusty winds as well will stay in the 50s overnight. In fact, early risers Monday will wake up to warm temperatures, but lingering rain showers that eventually taper as the sun comes up, but the winds will howl tomorrow. And from the 50s in the morning we will slip back through the 40s and 30s through the afternoon to become blustery cool for your monday afternoon by tuesday the wind's still around rather cold with wind chills in the teens and 20s and then we kind of even things out by the midweek we're in the mid 40s and then back into the low 50s on thursday thursday is the start of winter it does look like it will be a little bit milder for that point but for this day yeah the fog this morning and then the hefty rains and winds anticipated for later tonight 48 right now in upper marlboro currently 43 for our friends in martinsburg 46 this hour in Warrington. 
Well, thank you so much, Brian. And the forecast is brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, seems the movie Wonka is off to a semi-sweet start at the box office. It is 921. I was running until I wasn't. My hospital stay would have cost nearly $48,000, even with insurance. But with VA, I'll pay zero. And VA is the best, most affordable health care in America for veterans like me. Knowing that my family is waiting at home and a surprise medical bill isn't, that's good for my heart. My service was then. My benefits are now. Get what you earned. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for this hyper amount of benefits mentioned here. It's hard to holiday shop for my family because everyone is so different. Becky's a botanist, Kurt's a cook, Ricky's a reptile wrangler, Lee is a lifeguard, Tori's a teacher, and Ian is an insurance. Luckily, I can never go wrong with gifting games from the Virginia Lottery. Everyone gets scratchers and everyone is happy, even Cameron the Critic. I give scratchers every year because I know it's a gift that everyone will love. And I love playing the online instant games. Celebrate the season with the Virginia Lottery. Visit VALottery.com slash holiday. Please gift responsibly. Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called, Jessa. We can help. When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. College football fans, let's go bowling. The National Capital Region's college football bowl game is the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com, featuring the Virginia Tech Hokies battling the Tulane Green Wave on Wednesday, December 27th at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. Get your tickets now at MilitaryBowl.org. More than a game, the Military Bowl benefits active duty and veteran service members. It's Virginia Tech and Tulane in the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com. Visit MilitaryBowl.org. This is WTOP News. It's 924. Seems Wonka, the prequel musical based on the role doll character Willy Wonka, is off to a positive start in North America. The Warner Brothers film earned nearly $14.5 million on opening day, but a $35 million debut was projected heading into the weekend. Wonka's doing better than recent musicals, though. Both Steven Spielberg's West Side Story and another Warner film in the Heights earned less on their opening days than Wonka. But Wonka's production budget was $125 million, plus money spent on the first full marketing push since the actor strike ended. Variety also reports critics seem to like the film, and with the holidays, there's still time for more play among family audiences. Financial struggles continue for many Americans despite recent drops in inflation, unemployment, and more. CBS News correspondent Michael George reports. The recession, some feared was imminent, hasn't happened. The U.S. economy has really defied all expectations. Bankrate.com's chief financial analyst, Greg McBride, explains why not everyone is feeling optimistic. People aren't feeling it because prices are a lot higher than they were two or three years ago. The cost of food, for example, hasn't dropped back to pre-pandemic levels. Again, that's CBS News correspondent Michael George. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Diane Roberts. Good morning, Liz and everyone. The Capitals, they're 2-2 two and two in their last four games after last night's loss to the Predators. 
in Nashville, 3-1 the final there. With that loss, the Caps' point streak ends at 4. They stay on the road, and they'll play the Carolina Hurricanes in Raleigh tonight. It's Week 15 in the NFL, a 12-game slate today because yesterday the NFL played three. The Bengals beat the Vikings 27-24 in overtime, giving their playoff chances some legs. The Colts are still in the playoff picture with a 30-13 win over the Steelers. And the Lions improved to 